So, this is episode 16. That's one more than last time. We're now in the... Thank you very much. Got a round of applause from one person. Who cares? In the room. Won't spoil who that is. Unicorn Slayer. Um, but yeah, this is episode 16. And this is FIA Goes PC. We're back. We're getting close to the push. It's only a matter of weeks now before Halloween, which means Project FIA is around the corner. Pretty amazing. But here we are today, and I am joined, as always, by our producer, Winifred Sayalo. Hello. I'm also here with our faithful unicorn slayer. Say hello, Pete. How are we doing? And, of course, the Urban Oracle. Say hello, Shaq. Hello. It's nice that you're back this week. It's very good. <laughs> Sorry, I missed last week. Uh, I uh, couldn't be here, unfortunately, but I'm here today. Well, we'll talk about that in a bit, mm. because something crazy happened to you, and the listeners really need to know. <laughs> I was going to say viewers. <laughs> but uh yeah we'll save that for the future as well viewership in an audio way hi mm. everyone uh i am your host danny hale like a rebel zen back with thunder and, and brimstone which are the names i'd call my kittens i'm pretty sure that marks the end of the world fire and brimstone well thunder thunder brimstone. thunder's positive yeah, oh thunder's positive yeah yeah okay. yeah it's okay. electrifying ah very good uh, We've done about some lightning there. Very, very, very frightening. frightening. Exactly, Galileo. Who, Galileo. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, uh, who was the news. Uh, we've lost you to Queen. That's very, very considerate of us. It's so early in the podcast and you're already I dead. It's gone already. <laughs> it's amazing. So we've got a lot to tell you this week because we are literally a couple of weeks away from launch 31st. We're actually uh, pending on Amazon right now. So it will definitely get to the world. On the 31st of October, Halloween. It's We're actually all excited. a week and a bit. So nine days. days. It is. Yeah. It's, Let me be specific. It's officially nine days. Eight days once this goes out. Exactly. Damn. We're counting down. <laughs> In fact, it's going to be seven because who knows when this is coming out. <laughs> hey, and or when you're listening. But we wanted to say a quick hello from around the world because we have a loyal following and we'd like to thank you all directly today. So thank you from me. Everyone else? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We have quite a global uh, audience. Uh, <laughs> so just want to say hello to uh, our listeners in all around the UK, of course, all around the US. We have listeners in from Indonesia, from Hong Kong, from Spain, Mexico, uh, Russia, Ukraine, Canada, Austria, Brazil, just to name the first, how many ever I said so there you go the list goes on but thank you and keep listening yeah thank you and what the hell's the matter with you all <laughs> so have you got nothing better to do than listen to all of us yatter so time to talk business so basically we've got a few news uh, amendments really from episode one which is going back quite a way it is i feel a lot older since then you look uh, it as well thank, thank you very much uh, i've got a lot more hair than i did yep. when i started it hasn't fallen out, so that's a reverse age pro. Oh, I actually look younger, I think, you could argue. But what we are is, uh, we said at the start, and it's an amendment, that it will be a 10-episode program, Project FIA. And we also said that the uh, podcast would run in a line with it. Uh, we're actually continuing the podcast, got some exciting news about that, which we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, but Project FIA, the format's had to change. We are rampantly running out of summer weather uh we're setting the clocks back it's awesome now we've talked about this but we're chasing light so to save ourselves from going mad 
We've changed it from 10 episode structure. We're now talking six episodes per season, but we are launching a season two. So there'll be six episodes next year that we'll be filming as well. So that's cool, isn't it, guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy about that. That means, that means you're enslaved for another year. That's very good. Um, there's a kind of running theme here with a 666 joke, but, um, you know, Number of the Beast. Who's basically Pete's ex-girlfriend? Uh, oh my! Oh, so good. <laughs> One of the legions of the listing now. <laughs> One of the legions. Yeah. There's been many. Six hundred and sixty-six yeah, to be exact. Funny, funny <laughs> Soon to be six, six, seven. If you keep enslaving me. Yeah, that's true. That is true. There'll be many more exes along the way. So um, yeah, so we we're kind of excited about that. We are. It's kind of a sensible thing because we've basically been uh, pulling this out week by week since July. I think we started at the end of July. And there is two of us and we're sharing a one laptop situation for post. We always said that we would be as honest as we could with our, our listeners. It's basically too heavy. So we've done a six episodic structure. It's actually good, I think, as the creative zone, it needs a time out. And you guys are working towards Christmas now, aren't you? Yeah. And your Indeed. schedules. Christmas hours are crazy, huh? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Christmas business. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Working um, in retail means that everybody else gets to have fun Christmas. We mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. We yeah. don't. Mm-mm. Oh, no. I, I get to have a lot of fun mm. waving at both of you whilst you work, <laughs> which is very oh, good. Because um, I will be there doing that exactly that. I'm going to be a regular, um, I'm going to come in with my list oh, of things list. to ask you <laughs> yeah, uh, at yeah. game, like if you sell any games. It's Just like 60 one. other people on that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll be dressed as the old woman uh, who's getting... <laughs> I'd like that new Sega game, please. Yeah, yeah, the, the one from 1950. Mega you know the one. Man. <laughs> Mega Man. Sonic the Hedgehog Man. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that thing with the plumber, what's that called? Uh, fixing your basement. That I thought was. it was a fan director. <laughs> Could have been. Yes. Could have been. Yeah. And they're always so surprised when we say we don't sell that game anymore from 50 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, well, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the game of... Uh, what is this, a game library? <laughs> it's like, do you do that thing where you get a stone tablet and carve stuff on it? Because uh, I really like that. Uh, anyway, uh, it's whether you're game enough to uh, go in with stupid questions, and I am. So that's going to be fun. Uh, but basically, so I'm just thinking through the list of stuff. The podcast, the news on the podcast is November the 1st. We are deciding to record this with a camera in the room. So we're actually going to have a sideshow on YouTube where people can not only listen to us, but they can see us for the first time ever. Poor things. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? And the fact that we're doing that is because it's actually launching with we're basically doing a promotional tour for the show around the UK. Winifred, unfortunately, you're going back east, aren't you, soon? Mm-hmm. So it's on us, lads, to do the, the, the sell, the sales job. So expect us to randomly turn up in cities and towns around the UK for the next unknown amount of time. Uh, Acting like idiots. Standard. Yeah. Being normal. Yeah. That's our, our basic. Except for Shaq, he's very intelligent. <laughs> in fact, he's got a thesis coming out. A thesis? Yeah, in, the, in the summer. Okay, okay. Um, uh, some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thesis uh, was on... What, what was it on again? It was on like working with an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's almost done, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, mean, very, it's a very good thesis. Yeah. I can't spell it. Yeah. Uh, I think... 
20,000 yeah. words, that one is. It is, yeah. And yeah. counting, to be fair. 2020, yeah. There's new material every day. It's very fantastic. <laughs> so, basically, yeah, we're going to uh, randomly turn up around the UK. Uh, we've got a few sort of meet and greets with the, the public. We don't know, of course, exactly what we're going to do yet because we're kind of spontaneous and crazy like that. Mm-hmm. But we do have a very uh, affiliated, exciting thing where we're going to go Facebook Live on a certain of these events. So you, you out there listening, in the UK at least, because uh, <laughs> we haven't got a budget to fly everywhere, unfortunately. They could fly to us. Yeah, no, that's, that's actually very yeah. true. But then it'll be set up, wouldn't it? So for the top 10 people in, uh, I don't know, Uganda right now, who want to come over and uh, join us in the street talks and the uh, crazy meet and greets, you're welcome, yep. as you are everywhere in the world, except for places we don't like, which often you find on Mars, don't you, Pete? The places we don't like. I quite like Mars, actually. Do you? Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a warm weather person. Well, it's not the caramel nugget centre that you like. <laughs> you call me fat? I'm just saying, asking, because oh, yeah. oh, yeah. a Mars a day helps you uh, work, rest and... Play. <laughs> right there. Good, syn- good synchronicity there, chat. <laughs> Very good. Uh, you could so, say that we're so sorry. So back to our show about 1990s adverts. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to your joining into the podcast. Should, should about... we be calling them marathons? They are a marathon. Mm. Uh, but nowadays, uh, when you binge watch, they call them Snickers, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch an uh, episode of Snickers. Uh, the old name, Win- Win's looking at me weird. <laughs> and of course, this will be very good when we have a camera in the room so you can see it. Um, <laughs> But basically, uh, the old name for Snickers was Marathon. Oh, okay. oh. This is before all of your times, yeah. except for Pete and I, who were the candy junkies of the room. Actually, it is before my time. I just know a few things that happened. Mm. See, it's called ancient history, and I was alive for it. <laughs> yes. So, uh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. I'll put that out there. So how did everybody feel about it when they changed their name? Oh, no one liked it. Oh, no one liked it. So no one liked it because... Marathons. Yeah, because Marathon, basically the ads used to be, and this is a nice tangent, but the ads used to be uh, set up like uh, if you're an athlete, you have a lot of your needs for, for sugar along the way, glucose and all this stuff. Yeah. So it was an obvious snack of choice. And I think America had changed the name many, many moons ago. All right, so it's even before me, uh, which is, you know, when time began. Um, but basically, like in the UK, we kept the name for a while. Mm. Uh, I don't know why. Probably because everyone in uh, PR was like, what the hell is the word Snickers? Mm. Don't get it. And it killed sales because when you walked into a store, whatever, to buy them, yeah. and you said, have you got any Snickers here? It sounds reti- it's just ridiculous, doesn't mm. it? I nearly said a nif- different word then. Mm. Uh, Retiti, I nearly <laughs> said, which doesn't mean anything in language. Um but yeah, no, it's it's one of them weird stories, really. I remember no uh, in the tuck shop when I was at school, they had those uh, whatchamacallits. The what? It's a candy called a whatchamacallit. Oh, I see. Yeah. That's okay. got to get confused. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like the time I walked into a shop and said, um, can I get a twirl and a boost, please? Yeah. And the guy just spun around and said, you look good today. <laughs> <laughs> I often walked into shops and uh, realised that you shouldn't. You should use the door. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very painful, especially the glass. Mm. Um, you always make it through, though. You never just get stuck on the other side. You always make it through. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do, yeah. With a bill for the window repair afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you go to a shop to spend money, so you may as well. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's a, it's a it's a very good use of your day. Mm. Uh, you not only walk through a shop and break the window, but then you have to go window shopping. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> 
What? He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. A lot of people like to do that window shopping. I, I think it's quite boring. Uh, it's a quite transparent hobby, really. Why are you this quick? I don't understand. Because <laughs> I slept. I slept for at least an hour last night. Uh, oh, okay. But yeah, no, it's very good. Uh, window shopping can be a bit bit of a pain, though, can't it, Pete? To be fair, whenever you're window shopping, I can just see right through you. I mean, it's a bit of a painful experience. Mm, you know, very painful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the tour uh, is basically what we want to talk about mostly today without our tangents. Of course, there's going to be happy tangents, quite a lot of them. But yeah, like one of the uh, the things I'd like to sort of talk to you guys about is uh, how many cities have you been to in the UK? Apart from the Great Birmingham, which is the second city. Indeed. It's not listed as that in the names of cities in the UK, is it? It's wow. just the second biggest, I think. Yeah. It's the Chicago of the UK. Just without the pizza. Yeah. It's a lot more windy here as well. And we're not famous or anything, really, except for Black Sabbath and... No, a canals. Music stuff. It's always canals with Birmingham. Yeah. So we've got more than Venice. And chocolate. And we've got chocolate, yeah. Everybody yeah. knows Cadbury's. Except for people who don't. Not except everyone for... <laughs> knows that Cadbury's from Birmingham, though. I didn't. Correct. Until so. I got here, so... Mm. Well, it's... well, growing up around here, it's every other school trip. Yeah. It's the Cadbury world. Yeah. yeah. It's either Cadbury world or Drayton Manor. Um... There, there's no in-between. Mm. I didn't go to the uh, school trip to Cadbury's world. They stopped doing it for my year because our year was crazy. <laughs> and... Uh... You didn't need the extra sugar. <laughs> I all think... Willy Wonka and thought, right, we can have some fun here. Well, it... <laughs> <laughs> Enough of that. Um, no, I think the uh, thing that was quite weird was like the year before, they stopped running it in the year before my year. Uh, my sister got to go. But I think it was a case of, yes, I think the, the the concern was probably about the sugar high considering that we're all mad. And it would be like turning up with a bunch of rabid, you know, dogs or something like this. Mm. And uh, it wasn't good. But I, I, I found it fascinating because my mom actually came from that area near Bourneville when she was young so she could smell the uh, production line obviously now with the invention of venting you don't mm. it's kind of disappointing because you kind of want to turn up in Bourneville and smell nothing yeah. but chocolate but now it's just like city smell <laughs> whatever that is nondescript <laughs> but um yeah it's even sadder about the craft takeover because craft brought mm. it out and it's kind of sad in a way so yeah it's fun the uh the the trip I, I don't know, man, like, because my sister's talking about it, and I think either they, they'd experience, like, a rush of too many kids doing stupid things in there, mm. and our school was just not, I think, the risk risk assessment, risk assessment. Was, was too high, <laughs> you know, because we were all uh, literally stolen stuff off the line, I think. They couldn't afford the police presence to look after you. That's right, yeah, yeah. And the, no, no police officers could take the time out to chaperone us either. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's kind of one of them. But you would never steal anything from the line, would you? Me, myself? Yeah. Uh, no. No, good. At least that's what I tell people. Mm. Um, we do not Especially police steal. officers listening. <laughs> no, what it is, is you have to be inventive. You don't mm. steal as much as you say, I'm a tester. Mm. tester. I'm, yeah, I'm a tester. Yeah. And I, I need to try all of that. Quality control. That's how it works. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Okay. I'm, I'm going to test it. I need to try it. these five crunches just to make sure they're, uh, they're good. Yeah, I'm going to test it with a bucket. Mm-hmm. So I'm not testing it now because I'm a professional. <laughs> test it. I'll take it home with me. Um, yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. I, I borrow them, okay. <laughs> and then you give them back. How in the world do you? Never mind. <laughs> but, but one thing, one thing that I always found fascinating is they say about uh, cabras is you visit a factory and you come out smelling like roses, don't you? 
Very good. Oh, mate. <laughs> now, if you know anything about chocolate, that's fantastic. But for, if you don't... For our overseas listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you don't, uh, all Cadbury's emanates from Birmingham, especially Bourneville area, where the factory is. It's uh, pretty much where... Most of the town is built, this part of the town is built around the, the old factory and, and the workers. And mm-hmm. it's kind of got a history in itself. There is a lot of history in Birmingham. We're doing it a very big injustice, yeah. being <laughs> skating over it. But to be fair, the Cadbury family is a lot of that. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, I mean, it is. you know, they've got hands in Birmingham Uni and everything. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wasn't, it, wasn't there a link with the toposcope? With the Cadbury's. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 Well, we found that out afterwards, yeah. after we'd picked it up, like, oh, it's ancient, it's an ancient relic. No, no, it's quite modern. It was given to the city, wasn't it, by, uh, by the Cadbury yeah, family? Yeah, mm. yeah. And I, I thought you were going to explain the roses joke, that's why I <laughs> okay. drew Okay, well, roses, if you don't know, but you're from England or you've casually been here, you might have seen it in a supermarket or a store or something. They're basically, they're, they're like chocolates, um, like mixed a, chocolate yeah. collection. A box of chocolates called Cadbury Roses. And Correct. now the joke is not funny after it. No, now we've, now we've explained it. It's all um, a little bit curly whirly. <laughs> Isn't it? I think you really fudged the joke there. With, um, uh, what can you do about it? So that's know. where Snickers come from, when everyone just starts snickering to themselves. I think it might be. I think it might be. I think they should have called it Knickers. <laughs> That's a whole different world. <laughs> Just saying. And about 12. Right, so, any other cities, are you very excited? Because we've got quite a list mm. of places we can go, mm. uh, considering our freedom, mm. um, which is great. And the cities around the UK, there's there's a lot. Mm. So, what what adventures have you had and where? Because I'm obviously going to take you as far away as I can from your, your, your norms. Uh, yeah, my comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I went to London when I was young, but even though I keep meaning to go back, I never have. So um, going back to London will be really cool for me yeah. just to see how things have changed and that sort of thing. Uh, I hear that um, Manchester's got a lot going for it, so yeah. I wouldn't mind going there and seeing what's going on over there. Places like Nottingham, just like everywhere, all yeah. around the UK. We have a quite, in the Midlands, we have quite a lot of connected cities mm-hmm. in very yeah, local yeah. to us. We're yeah. very fortunate in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, London uh, is always very much an exclusive. London's like going, I don't want to say it too, it's not like going to a different country, but it certainly feels like that. Like a, a lot of uh, our mates in America as well, one or two in particular, I'm not going to mention any names, but if they're listening, they know exactly who they are. They refer to the UK as London. <laughs> London is the UK. Yeah. And it's almost like, well, we're not actually in London. And they're like, you're not. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, we're in a raft in the middle of a pond called Birmingham. Oh, oh, even you know? greater London then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> greater London, yeah. The, the north of London, that's right, yeah. I think, I think we should do that for Birmingham. Just get Wolverhampton in and call it Greater Birmingham. Greater Birmingham, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, or Abstract Birmingham, yeah. which is like Oxford. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah, so the yeah. abstract one. Not really sure no, that, where it is. That would be Posh Birmingham, which is quite an oxymoron. Posh Birmingham, yeah. If, if you've heard my accent over the past few weeks, you'll realise. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, Posh Birmingham exists. It's called Solly Hill. Think about it. Actually, that was actually dragged into Birmingham. Because that it used was, to be Warwickshire. Well, yeah, it's it's one of them. Cus- yeah. There's a lot of abstract stuff in this city, isn't there? We it's are, very we abstract. quietly taking places. Yeah. There's a, there's a secret smug. We're going to get Newcastle at some point. Yeah. It's going to happen. Oh, we already have. Have we? Newcastle under Lyme. 
Oh. It's the new kind of colonisation. <laughs> I think that's West Midlands rather than Birmingham. <laughs> I like to create Newcastle out of time, just for a laugh. I think it already is. If you go there, it's still stuck in the 1970s. No, I actually, I want to say this because it's a good segue to Newcastle. I absolutely love Newcastle. It's a great city. It's, I haven't it's, been. Oh, it's awesome. They, they, had, um, they had an updated kind of seg- section of the city. It's, it's changed a lot. I actually was going to Sunderland, working on a street scene for Roadrunner. Ooh, shout out. Uh, Roadrunner Records and Sunderland uh, it's quaint that's all I'm going to say <laughs> uh, Newcastle the stuff before it absolutely amazing because I'd only been as a kid and to see the changes there and everything like that is quite amazing Liverpool too Liverpool's mm. had such a mad, like, mad amount of investment on it's won the sea of culture God knows yeah. how many times I can um, never tell when, um, whenever anybody uh, explains something as quaint, I can never see whether, whether it's an insult or a compliment. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, dep- it depends on the place that you're describing. <laughs> yeah. if, if, if you're describing Henley and Arden as quaint, yeah. then you're fine. Okay. Or even Stratford-upon-Avon. Yeah. That's, that's quaint. That's quaint. Okay. Quaint okay. town. Mm. Sunderland, it's quaint. <laughs> what? It's got to be in the tone as well, as you say. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, it's quaint. It's quaint. It's quaint. It's quaint. It's quaint. I'll tell you one thing that I found interesting because I'm I'm personally very eager to get to Liverpool again and see my mate Dave. Hello, Dave. <laughs> and basically, like, because that has expanded a lot. The the changes there has been immense. And when I was back there years and years ago, uh, it was quite a small setup, but it's so exciting up north. Like, especially when you get to like York and stuff. You got the Viking Museum in York, and everything's mm-hmm. kind of set up like. So obviously we'll be going to York. Um, we'll start walking in a week. Uh, we'll get there by next year. It's a bit of a distance. But Liverpool, it's a really interesting city to be. There's a lot of history there, especially the Beatles and the Albert Docks and stuff like this. And it's on the Mersey side, so you got the sea. Sure, it's got the oldest Chinatown in the UK. Um, one of the first ones in the world, I believe. But it's quite an amazing place. Very different from what you'd expect, to be honest. And then from there we'll bounce out. I think we'll we'll probably do something in Manchester, even though in the football sense I might explode in <laughs> and into dust. Um, oh, you're you're gonna love me next year. I'm I'm gonna be at the Etihad. Say what? You heard. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna be doing there? Selling uh, selling biscuits? No, going to see the Foo Fighters. Oh, okay. So I might sell some biscuits while I'm there. Well, you're, you're, yeah, yeah. You, you <laughs> should. So the guy next to you. Yeah, yeah. Biscuit. Yeah. biscuit. He's not, his name's normally Dave. <laughs> yeah. He's right, Dave. Dave. It just happens to these things. What's your name, mate? I'm Dave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a biscuit. You look like a hobnob kind of guy. I'm going to call you hobnob, Dave. That's how these things go. Yeah, it's better than digestive, Dave. Mm. He was the my same doctor, the ones actually. What? Digestive Dave? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Double D. Very good. What? <laughs> so wrong. So anyway, uh, I'm very excited about Liverpool for selfish reasons. Um, I think Newcastle's great. Like, I'm, I'm, I kind of find it, it's kind of cool because if you don't know the UK, if you're listening from outside it, it's the regional accents that's, that's yeah. quite amazing. Mine's a, a cluster of about a thousand from world <laughs> traveling. So everyone's like, where are you from? I don't even know myself anymore. Um, I'd love us to try and uh, dip to Dublin. I would really, really appreciate doing that because Dublin's just amazing. It's like, it's just one of them. We briefly discussed it in our music yeah. episode, episode two. But Dublin to me is like one of the only places still on earth 
and it was when I was there a couple of years back, but I'm sure it hasn't changed at all, where you go there on a weekend, especially in summer, all the doors to everything are open. And you just literally have a tour around the city from one place to in, into another. It's like a big snake train. You're just bouncing into all of this stuff. And it is one of the most amazing cities I've ever been to in my life. And it was fun because um, you get this consciousness where you're in one city for most, predominantly most of your life and you haven't really gone out of it. And one thing that me and my mate Chris, who went to see Metallica out there, when we arrived in Dublin, it was kind of like everyone looked like a model. Everyone looked like they were chiseled out like books of every magazine, Glamour Mag you've ever seen. Everyone just looked amazing. And we looked like two riffraffs that had taken, <laughs> taken a boat and half drowned on the way. Like, you know, it was proper mad. Yeah. Um, and I just love the little nuances. It's like when you're talking about Dublin, everyone's kind of... Um, it's just a very soulful place. Extremely expensive place, I have to point out. Yes, um, yes it is. But it's like, it's just an amazing place. Everyone's yes. friendly, everyone's happy. It's just awesome to go to. It's almost like, there's no, there's nothing negative, you know. Um, no. When you get to like <laughs> Liverpool back in the day for me, it was in the rock circuit. So it was almost like Birmingham's rock scene at the time was, was I, I don't want to say elitist, but it was, there was a lot going on in it and there was a lot of spotlight. It almost reminded me of the Seattle grunge movement. There's a lot of bands popping up in this area again, or at least touring around here from London, the main fiddler promotions and all this stuff. So Liverpool was almost, um, it was kind of on a cusp, it had a scene of its own. But it was kind of stuck into like a music lock, whereas we had this vibrancy of everything you can think of. You know, you had your dance music and all of this stuff coming out, the trance, the uh, uh, global gathering and all of that goes to Stratford, Birmingham, all this stuff. In Liverpool, you had people in corn tops and tracky bottoms. It was like a pseudo-chav metalhead. And I'd never witnessed... Yeah, well, that's where you... You you got these terms, (laughs) but I'd never seen that. And it was like... That's weird. But of course, Corn Adidas, there was a link with Corn and Adidas. John Davis was sponsored by Adidas. So I didn't I didn't put it all together, but it was just the weirdest thing. Because there's me like, oh, yes, I'm like this is exquisite goth from the Midlands, you know, turning <laughs> up there with my trench coat and all this stuff. And everyone's like tracky bottoms and scouse accent. I'm like, what the hell am I witnessing? This is amazing. culture shocking. Proper culture yeah. shock, yeah. <laughs> But just a quick shout out to Dave, who I hope is listening. Um, we had a lot of good laughs out there. I saw him doing battle, band, battle of the Bands. He's very good at his music and stuff like this. So there's always a musical link to Liverpool. Yeah. And it's, um, you obviously got the Beatles fame and stuff like this. But the area is close to Blackpool and you've got like this Stourport side of it, which is, it's just a different planet. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's funny how England's like that. Yeah. I don't think there's any country this small in the world yeah. with so many differences from no, town right. to city you yeah. know does battle of the bands still happen in liverpool um i think battle of the bands happen all over the place well, it's really about yeah. Yeah. yeah in the uk yeah, yeah. yeah. i think That's... it's just a local um it's a local promotion that, that mm. runs it to the city yeah. or town mm. we had we used to have them here at the academy okay. in birmingham um so a few of my mates going through that process i i was always personally against the idea of battle of the bands mm. um i just think that if your music stands out it stands out mm. you know what i mean and it's it's quite a technically a difficult thing because a lot of the success ratio of these things is who you bring to it yeah 
So obviously, like, yeah. if you bring got, all your mates, he's got he's got to vote mates, yeah. <laughs> and if all your mates are a yak and a iguana, you're screwed because mm. they can't even vote. It's a yak and iguana. What's all that about? I always thought the battles were unfair on the horses as well. Yeah, and draw those spotlights. You know, it's got it's got to be hot for them in the armour and everything. Battle of the bands, exactly. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, tapestry. Um, any battle you can think of. I've, Spanish I've, Armada. I've never heard them oh, they're good. Yeah, it's a Normandy band. Uh, it's, right. it's yeah, it's Norman metal. Sounds good. Well, he knows everything, Norman. Yeah. <laughs> this is getting crazy. Yeah, no. Um, So uh, when you're... Because uh, I actually want to segue into this. You had an interesting experience last week. That's why he wasn't here, folks. <laughs> because who were you watching? What was the concert? I got to see good old Jermaine himself, J. Cole. Right. Hey, um, I've been a big follower of, of J. Cole for... Almost as long as I can remember. Um, he's for those that don't know. Um, basically, all of you in America will know him. Uh, he, <laughs> um, he's a, a rapper from North Carolina, but he does very slow, sort of soulful rap. So right. um, he doesn't like. Uh, he's not constantly talking about women or drugs or anything like that. He's talking about positivity, uh, how you can help people, and. Uh, just basically uh, being happier with each other. Yeah. So um, he did one of those concerts. And strange thing was he was talking about love and happiness. Everybody in the concert was mosh pitting. And I'm like, how is this possible? <laughs> where, where did you see it? Uh, it was in, I need to remember the name. Barclay. It used to be Barclay Card Arena. Now it's just yeah, called yeah, now. Yeah. It is now the Barclay Card Arena. Oh, oh, okay. I think it's reverted. I think I've lost the sponsor. Since we were doing a podcast, I think they've lost their sponsor because we kept saying. It. I had people talking about it the other day because, um, in fact, today actually they had Disney on ice. Mm. Yeah, is that what you went to say? Not quite. Yeah, yeah. The mosh pit, sure? the mosh pit was actually figure skating. I, I know what you mean. I mean that stuff gets dangerous, doesn't it? Mickey yeah. managed to start headbanging. Well, I always thought that they should mix it up. Um, you know how the uh, NFL has Super Bowl in mm. America. I thought the NHL, National Hockey League should have a equivalent in the Stanley Cup. They should have a Super Bowl format. So it's a big event. And you have all the dancers on at halftime. Yeah, yeah. And then you don't tell the dancers when the they hockey group... No, the, you don't tell the dancers when the hockey group comes back in. <laughs> so then it becomes a bloodbath. Yeah. So then you're mixing up kind of Royal Rumble wrestling thing, NASCAR kind of, you know, redneck viability, ice hockey and Disney on ice, all in one. I How think, cool would that be? I think we've just invented America's newest favourite sport. I think we yeah, mass murder show, on yeah, ice. Yeah. Or TV show. Yeah. You know they love watching mass <laughs> mass muggings on ice, I think. Not murder. Murder's a bit too extreme. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um that's, had that's nothing different. to do with what I was doing. I'll tell you what. I'll tell, no, no, but I'll tell you what. That's a whole different cold case, isn't it? For the police to work Aww. out. Bloody hell. Mate, you're skating on thin ice with these jokes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it would be thin because that gives an extremity to it with the shark pool at the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah. It's very good. So there you go. Uh, if you're listening out there and you're promoting the USA, that's the future of hockey. Um, it is copyrighted, so give us a call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be taking 60% of anything that you earn with that idea. In fact, I think that's what they should do to the European leagues, which, let's face it, aren't as good. So yeah. to make it more exciting, there should be a bigger fatality rate. But moving on. What's the fatality that, rate right now? In uh, um, it's, it's somewhere in the noughts. Um, there's a lot of injuries, but no one's 
Very few have died from it. Um, I see, I see. Yeah, but I like I like the idea. Oh, basically, what you could do is you could slowly melt the ice. <laughs> so instead of instead of overtime, which is pointless, the ice is melted. So you're just standing on wood with ice skates. Sounds very dangerous stuff. There so. was the I think there was a game earlier with some fatalities. I think it was um all eleven Liverpool players. Oh my oh, the results of the results the results the results of our game. Uh, well okay, so that's the last time you're gonna hear of Peter. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I don't turn up in the morning. I don't know what spurred him on, to be honest. Um but we're moving on. Uh so yeah, um, so Pete. Cities around the UK, the United Kingdom. Your faves? Um, I've probably done more cities in Europe than I have in the UK. Oh, this will be an interesting adventure for you both then. Yeah, yeah. I've done I've done London. Of course. I've done lots of different parts of London. Yeah. I love London. I've also been to the smallest city in the UK, which is St. David's in Wales. Oh, okay. And when I say smallest, um, I mean, back in the day when cities... I mean, they still mostly do. Uh, you've got to have a cathedral to be a city. In the UK? Yeah, there's a few exceptions nowadays. I think Bolton's one of them. Um, well, yeah. that, was, that, was a, that was a northern Bolton, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. O2 got involved. Yeah, no, it bolted on to like Leeds yeah. or something. Yeah. It wasn't a city until it bolted on. Then it became Bolton. You see what I'm saying? I see. I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, it makes sense. It's how you keep your fixtures tight. Yeah, you yeah. put a bolt on it. Anyway, Bolton, yeah, sorry, go on. St. David's in Wales, yes. And it's literally, you've got the cathedral and then you've got a square that's got a couple of pubs, a couple of shops, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting, interesting conundrum, our mm-hmm. cities. And I'm glad you mentioned Wales because it's good to point out that the UK being Scotland, England, Wales, and Northern Ireland, at least for now. For now. <laughs> at least I see you listening. <laughs> Before we all declare independence. If you listen to this in two years, then it'll be uh, the UK, us and... Uh, no, it'll be, it'll be Birmingham <laughs> and Greater Birmingham, London and yeah. Greater London, yeah. and then it'll be Scotland uh, <laughs> as a different country with a with amazing border, uh, which will probably... Uh, They're just going to rebuild Hadrian's Wall. They could be doing that, or they could create a, uh, a nice fort out of iron brew cans, which would be <laughs> yeah. nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. That'd be good. That's, but that's the only thing they drink over there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's the only country in the world where Coca-Cola isn't the top-selling soft drink, I believe. But i got to tell you guys, Iron Brew is absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's pretty it's, good. It's definitely... Mm. Thanks, Scotland, for that. Yeah. Well, it's okay. You, you, you may. But for me, <laughs> um, I, I'm very appreciative of Scotland. I love Scotland. Mm. I, I, I love Highland because we all live in the lowland, which is why we're depressed. But in the highland, everyone's happy. I don't know why. Uh, it's a bit foggy around there. It is, it is a bit foggy, um, yeah. but at least you get high inland. Um, but I, um, I, I wanna, I'd, I'd love to. The ambition would be to go, like, if you talk in Scotland, would be to do the tour of Scotland, doing Glasgow, Edinburgh, uh, Aberdeen, Dundee, all of this stuff. And actually doing, that'd be an amazing little uh, uh, a journey in itself to do, to do the road trip of Scotland, especially Loch Ness, who uh, apparently has a monster. But I just think it's a fat dude in a suit with a pipe. That is how I spend my uh, summer vacation. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. Um, but we did say this again in an earlier podcast. Uh, it's timed. You time it just when you see a decent tourist, don't you? And then you have They've to got be American. Friend. They have to be American. Yeah. 
Because they're the best at promotions in yes. America. Um, if you have the Japanese, they tend to laugh at the size of Loch Ness Monster because they got Godzilla. Mm. Uh, and Godzilla, let's face it, it's bigger. Yeah. Um, based on a true story, though. It is based on a true story. I've heard that somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Very true story. Um, about as true as, uh, as Pinocchio. Uh, mm. It's another true story. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, uh, and Northern Ireland, Belfast and beyond. It'd be an amazing thing to see. I've been to South Island. I've done the whole of South Island. We did a nice tour around. Or the Republic, as uh, the rest of us call it. Yeah, or the Republic. I um, I just call it Island. Uh, <laughs> I'd wish, personal belief, I wish that one day they can coexist and become one again. I think that would be an amazing thing. And then Ireland in the future can turn up and say, eh, we're, we're getting this UK game or something like this, or actually tell us how to run a country or something. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be quite nice. Um, but Wales, very cool. Wales is a great yeah. place. Um, mm. Wales being actually principally where a lot of the beautiful scenery from Harry Potter films were filmed in yeah, Wales. It yeah. um, it's also got a beautiful accent. You can say anything in it and it just sounds nice. Mm. It just sounds like they sing everything. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I just thought I'd punch you in the face if I said that. Yeah. Sounds lovely, doesn't it? And there's a yeah. lot of positivity in the uh, Celtic uh, languages. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, it's, it, I think what people don't understand about the UK, and, and it's quite interesting, like if you go to Europe, the culture shock in Europe when you see the road signs, being predominantly Latin until you get to Germany, and then it's basically Gothic as hell, which is great. But when you're in, say, France and stuff like this, you can at least orientate through them, uh, the wording and stuff like this. You kind of get it. But when you get to Wales, oh. <laughs> when you get to Wales, it's almost like someone somewhere fell asleep on a keyboard, isn't it? <laughs> the land that Wales forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very odd. Let's put it that way. And then when you say, like, where the hell am I? Yeah. Everyone laughs at you and says, oh, you're in, you know, St. George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, got, it's always got, a, it's, it's always got an in, interesting name, though. When they yeah. say it back, you're like, really? You got that from that, really? There's one word of Welsh that everybody knows, though. What's that? Um, Araf. I don't know it. it it's slow. <laughs> Every time you go into Wales on the signs, oh, right, yeah. oh, it's got it on the road. I think the first thing that tripped me out is because we were coming into Swansea when I had to get the um, my passport renewed. This is way back, back in the day. And on the renewal, we got into Swansea and it was the ambulance and the police because something in the UK that we do, not always, uh, is reverse the ambulance logo so you can see Same in the rear view. Room. Right. But in Welsh, <laughs> I would crash my car just trying to read the damn sign. Like, I'm like, what? What is Calavan in a Hallaflips? I don't get it, man. And I say, if any Welsh people are listening, um, I'm not Welsh. Uh, and I, um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about butchering. Or making generalizations. But it's well, a beautiful the word place. Penguin is also Welsh. Is it? It is. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's one for you. Where'd you pick that up from? Dudley <laughs> Zoo. I'm talking about the penguin. I know. Uh, <laughs> I thought you'd like to meet him. It's very good. See, Shaq's losing it again. There's a lot of candy jokes in this. It is. <laughs> but Wales is uh, it's quite interesting as Wynn's never had the fortune to go to Wales, the north. The North is amazing. It's just some of the most um, incredible countryside this country's got. Mm. Somerset's kind of rivaling it in, in the UK, I think. But then South, with Cardiff especially, Cardiff has become the central nerve 
of production for Doctor Who mm-hmm. and, and, yeah. and Torchwood was there as yes. well. If anyone yeah. out there mm-hmm. is is a big Doctor Who fan, it's actually filmed in Cardiff, Wales. Yeah. Yeah. Has very little to do with us here in England. But it's fantastic. Uh, just a quick thing as well. No, you're going to have to correct me on this. Torchwood. Yeah. Is it an anagram of Doctor Who? Of course it is. That blew my mind when I first heard it. I was like, no, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Just to set your mind at rest. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing the two shows were linked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack Harkness, who was a character on Doctor Who, spin-off series and, mm. and ran Tor- his Torch own. Torchwood actually features in Doctor Who. Mm. And yeah. And they've got its own. Mm. It's yeah. like Holy City came out of Casualty. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I wanted to do a spin-off of Casualty yeah. um, that's predominantly about the idiots that injure themselves in the first 20 minutes of the, or 20 seconds, or even two minutes of every episode. Isn't that what we've been doing for the past 12 weeks? Uh, we, we have managed to come out of this with no major scrapes or bone breaks or nothing. Yeah, We have, um, actually. Which is fantastic. Mm. Considering that we did all of our own stunts, yeah? Yeah. Mm. And we did do quite a lot of stunts, didn't we? Uh, none of them were filmed. We just decided to jump <laughs> off one building to another for a laugh, didn't we? I mean, yeah, it was it? fun. It was fun. Yeah, They're not going to see this at home, but we, we enjoyed it. Didn't yeah, we? we did. Yeah, um, the people that are living in the uh, in the the apartments that we jumped into didn't really appreciate it, no. did they? No, no, no that was uh, that was a tough one. Yeah, it was all like, get out of my apartment, and why are you here? And I'm calling the police. Like, have some fun. I know. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to sell biscuits. <laughs> I I wanted to say this because when Jackie Chan started off, I was telling Pete. Yeah. Uh, it's a little known fact, mm-hmm. um, but his parents were very angry with him when he started off and then his mom turned around and said if you ever pull a stunt like that again <laughs> and he's like but mom I've got to make my break somehow um, and he did in his knee his foot and his arm yeah so that's a bit of a Jackie Chan referencing he's a local hero in Hong Kong yeah he's constantly sitting on but, um, bus roofs and going up mountains Mm. Uh, he doesn't realise sitting yet, on can... bus roads. yeah yeah there's this great what just, what just advertising them. well if you're in like Hong Kong people will know this but uh, the Victoria Peak tram which in itself is one of the most daring things you could ever do mm. as a human being is go up a mountain on a tram. Mm. It's quite terrifying, but brilliant, really cool. And there's this great famous picture of when they had the relaunch or the opening or something like this of Madame Tussauds, I think it was, at the top of the peak. Um, Jackie Chan's seen sitting on top of the, the tram. And I'm just waiting for someone to say, you can go inside. You know? um, <laughs> that's how things work. Um, I know in rush hour, you like to be on top of a double decker. And, you know, but you, know, you can go inside. Seat, probably. Yeah, it's, it's well, yeah. Uh, well, it's the VIP seat. Yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> that's huge. It's very, it's very clever. But um, yeah, it's an interesting thing that. But it's almost like, I think the kind of stark reality, just to bring us back to um, the UK, Derby. Have you been to Derby? I once sat outside Derby train station at about 10 in the morning, severely hungover, waiting for my girlfriend to pick me up from a festival. Which number was that? 665? Yes. Right, right, right. That's good to know. No, that's that, good to know. that was the current one, believe it or not. But that, <laughs> that is all of Derby I have seen. Oh, and the people of Derby, if they see me again, do not judge me by the last time I was there, please. <laughs> Fantastic, because Derby is actually quite close. It's not it is, yeah. a million miles away. It's from actually where we're at. It, you can follow the A thirty eight all the way there. There you go, which is very good if you're so in, not from here. A thirty eight being a road. It's, it's <laughs> the road that it, we, we're all we're basically on. Yeah, it's uh, it's the UK's Route sixty six. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but it's, it's 
it's very just less boring. scenic. Yeah, yeah. But much less scenic, much less uh, for like we're basically the size of Florida. We said that before, but yeah. we're tiny. I mean, there's three times of this place is California, the whole UK. Yeah, it's crazy. So Derby, the thing that's crazy about Derby is when you're talking about jaw dropping location changes and just how the UK works. When you get to to the Welsh coastline and stuff like that, it's dramatic. And Cornwall and, and Dorset and stuff like these areas, some of the best, beautiful, most beautiful sea lines ever. Um, Ireland has the, the sheer drop, no beach kind of sheer fall cliff edges, which is insane as well. But you get to Derby and it's the forestry. It's yeah. like very hilly and very foresty. It's like going back in time in a, in a, in a sense. Uh, an amazing place to go as well but it's it's just fascinating really and that's what i'm looking forward to about the tour is we'll get to see a lot of cities especially mm-hmm. taking you guys along the mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. and i think one thing that what i want to do um and i'm saying this on the podcast straight up is record the regional accents because yeah. i think it's quite fascinating mm-hmm. i'd love to have people coming in from outside of the uk mm-hmm. to actually talk about you know the differences it's got to be weird. Like in America, there's less, you know, there's yeah. kind of a generic sort of three or four. There's the Southern accents and state by state in the South. They're not all the same, but they're more or less the same. It's like here you can go 10, 20, 30 miles and it's completely different. Oh yeah. I mean, like that's the thing that's great. Like just Stoke, which isn't that far yeah. at all, um, gets so different. Nottingham's got a neutral and then Coventry as well, which is really mm-hmm. close. Different accent there. It's even, fascinating. even the cows have different accents. <clears throat> apparently. Study, yeah. yeah, yeah, apparently. <laughs> cows have, yeah, they talk yeah. different. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's how they Dogs are. can get regional accents from their owners as well. Strange. Madness. Yeah, yeah. Absolute madness. It's proper weird. <laughs> but I think the, um, the thing I was going to say about the accent thing is like the funniest thing I've seen in recent times. And this is literally on a notion that for international people coming to the UK, Pretty much everyone hears this as either a kind of Australian twang, an Irish twang, or we're all some kind of joke Mary Poppins chimney sweeper. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've either got posh Cockney or Australian. But there is a category now since the Osbournes, and that's Aussie. Yes. And he's in his own category. And he's to us, he's normal. He's like anyone that's around here. We, we can translate for you any weekend you want. We'll do Aussie translation. I'm glad you could, because when I saw him, I totally when he was thinking it was great when he was talking to the crane. No, no, no. To me, is is it's easy. I can understand everything he's saying, but it's basically like there is this stupid show, and it's been a, a a thing. I think it's on YouTube where they've got. I think it's a Korean guy who's actually been to this country and is teaching people in Korea regional accents oh, and the things we say. So, like, he's actually saying this is Brummy. And it's mad. And if anyone's listening, you should find it. It does Brummy Scouse. It's probably got Ireland on it or something. But there's there's like the range. And honestly, but this guy's legitimately doing something that'll help Korean tourists in this country <laughs> understand our local areas. <laughs> and people haven't spoken like this in Birmingham since like the 50s or something <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Except for the one guy. The yeah. one guy that he did all of his market research on in Birmingham, <laughs> who's about 650 years old and speaks all this crazy stuff. The one that stuff. always ends up on TV when they're doing Birmingham. It's yeah, like, yeah, that it's guy. That accent. Yeah, that, yeah, that one dude. But it's kind of amazing, man. And one of the things I thought was funny is the evolution of the accent has got to be from the immigration of the city. 
yeah. because there's so many Irish links to Liverpool, it explains the accent. Then you get the northern thing, the Lancashire accent, and it, you can hear it mm. and where it's sort of stretching out. And I think Birmingham, we've got... A, it's, it's almost like you go from London upwards and you can sort of hear how it's developing and you get to Liverpool. There's mm. a lot of context that we say that's very Liverpudlian and vice mm. versa. And I didn't realise that Canuck, Canuck Chase is so close to Liverpool. And that's considered black country. That's still considered this area, yeah, really. Wolverhampton, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's very north. I mean, it's quite mm. a distance to get to. Um, and basically, just to see how close Liverpool is to that blew well, my mind. We're not far from Liverpool here, to be fair. I know, I know. It's just funny. I'm, I'm not trying to be one city focused. I mean, no. like <laughs> it's like Wales is super close. You can get into Wales. Oh, you forget how close to Wales we actually are. I know. You it's, it's, can get there in just over an hour. Yeah. And yeah. you're in Wales. And it's it's that's what I'm saying by the fortune, but it's it's one of these unique countries that I don't think in this sort of square mile per capita, so many differences take place mm-hmm. in any other part of the world. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure of that. You know, from north to south of Spain is night and day different. From north to south of France is night and day different. But going on the journey, everything's yeah. quite similar. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really it's really quite unique. So we're selling the UK here, Shaq. Mm-hmm. I think it might be because, like, you know, back in the day, the towns are quite uh, self-encapsulated. Like, everyone, yeah. there's no reason to go out of the town. And even now, I was quite surprised, like, uh, a few years ago, a friend from Birmingham was like, oh, I've never been to London. And to me, it's like, or to oh, yeah. outside, you're yeah, like, that was, yeah, how that can was, you uh, not right. have been to London? It's your capital city, but yeah. unless you have a reason to go, it's mm. actually a quite a big trip it's not far mm. it's a big psychological trip because yeah, it's it's just well that's an important thing because that was something that you realize in america like if um if it's you a live two hour journey but like you said it's almost like a culture shock well if you i mean it's it's like in america if you live in los angeles and you sort of do the trek to san francisco like one of our cast members yuto shout out hi yuto how you doing <laughs> um he would do that trip every week yeah. and that's the equivalent of almost here to Spain, you know, yeah. in a car. It's it's mad, that journey, you know, like 250-something miles easily. And you just think to yourself, like, that's how American logic is. And when you're in America, if you were doing that car trip, you know, going from, say, Los Angeles over to San Francisco, even uh, Big Sur or San Diego, mm-hmm. it really is not that far in an American logic. Yeah. PCH, straight down yeah, it, yeah. whatever, no problem. Here, I don't know if it's because you're constantly looking at green with the, <laughs> with the fields and it's just kind of a mundane out like you're on don't a train. <laughs> no, it's like you're on a train and everything is literally just field, 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 yeah. tree, a couple of buildings, and oh, it's the city centre, that's nice. And then you go you go on to the next one. There's not much difference. You've got these amazing views in LA, which is entertainment itself. You're going down that that strip of land and you just got like the cliff, the beach, half the, you know, half the journey or whatever. Well, the whole journey, really. It's fascinating stuff, but here it's just field, 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 town. And I think that's what it, it is. It's like, um, it pulls something from you because there's nothing, it's not like you want to look outside. And <laughs> this is all the British transport uh, system. This is a, a acknowledgement to all of you out there. If you want to make the trains worth the money, that we pay for it in this country because it's obscene. At least give us a show outside. Every five miles, 
do some stupid thing like a mad dude dressed as a cow whacking a drum or something. That'd be amazing, man. Apparently, they did something similar in Germany recently. Really? Where they'd have like little theatre groups along the train tracks. See that? It's a fascinating, like if you've never been to the UK, I think one of the first things you notice in that sort of a strip is, oh man, the green is so amazingly yeah, green. It's and beautiful. It is. Mm-hmm. And you get the forest and all this stuff. But when you've lived it your whole <laughs> life, you just, you get to London and you're mentally just worn out. You just get out of the train and you're like, oh man. It feels like I ha- a long journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then suddenly you're in, Literally, the city scale, London is such a big city that nothing else in the UK can even closely represent it. No. Like Birmingham being the second biggest, it's still quite it's, town-like. It's, yeah, you know? compared to London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is... And it's, it's just a funny thing because you were saying about our mate, and I know exactly what you're talking about, but basically, like, when you are from here, London does seem like you're going to a different country. Mm-hmm. It's almost the same as going to Scotland or, or, or Wales or something like this. It just feels like it's totally beyond. Mm. But when you're actually in London, it really is. Like if you're, I always say to my American mates, if you if you ever turn up in the UK, don't do London first. Mm-hmm. Because if you do London first, by the time you get to Birmingham, you're going to be like, why is everything shut at eight o'clock? And, <laughs> you know, and why, it's just so weird. It's always best to do the flip. It's start always start best. with a quaint. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nicely done. But start, start with where... Um, where life is life because mm-hmm. I just feel like the real UK is outside of London yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm not being offensive to anyone in London I think they'd agree as well mm-hmm. it happens outside um, London is just completely different to the rest it of the is. UK it is it really is I mean it's it's pretty much the metropolis international city well it's very much like going to Hong Kong and saying oh I've been to China I know what yeah. it's all about yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, yeah. it's not <laughs> flat out wrong yeah. is what it is um, but I mean, so TV shows uh, lead us to believe a lot because uh, in America, TV shows around Britain is London. And yeah. That's about it. Yeah. So people just come to England and they think, okay, everything's going to be London. Yeah. But it's really not. When yeah, you yeah. come out of uh, London, it's really different from where it is. Yeah, and it, it's, it's a fascinating narrative because it's almost like a lot of people forget. Like they want to see Buckingham Palace. They want to see yeah. the Houses of Parliament. They want to see all of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What they forget is, especially in the Midlands, um, is you've got the origin of all of that, like with Worcester being mm. the uh, the way that we create politics in Worcester and the Civil War and all of this stuff, you've got the fact that at, uh, near where I'm from, Coat Court, which is really close to uh, where my village is, where I was raised and stuff, the lab that I was created, Pete. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Coat Court is where the gunpowder plot was assembled. Mm. So big shout out to V for Vendetta there. Mm. You won't get that film without my village. So there you go. I thought you were going to give a shout out to Robert Catesby then. Could have been. For the gunpowder plot. Well, Jon Snow is the new uh, Guy Fawkes, isn't he? Mm -hmm. Well, Guy Fawkes was the last person to enter Parliament with honest intentions. Yeah, and everyone else has just got sponsorship. Yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway, um, so Jon Snow, no, Kit. Yeah. Yeah, is now playing Guy Fawkes in BBC. I'm doing a segue because I'm telling you all of this because I see it when I'm walking down the road. Because there's a big poster that tells me on the side of a bridge. Oh, I thought you went gunpowder pots. Just as you're walking down the road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that, that happens quite... It's called fireworks. Mm-hmm. It's the season to be blowing stuff up, apparently. Yeah. Um, well, that's been recently, because it's been Diwali. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we
the oh, next okay. day, and then suddenly there's fireworks in the background. Mm. Yeah, we've yeah. had them the last three nights, but we have about two months of this. And then oh, we yeah, actually have bonfire, bonfire yeah, yeah, yeah. the 5th of November. <laughs> uh, don't forget that. Uh, <laughs> but basically, that's the British thing. We'll talk yeah. about that near the time. But uh, just to wrap the whole thing up then, we've given you all a nice little tour around the UK. We're looking forward to do the real tour around the UK. Mm-hmm. I will give a shout out again to Sunderland. You're a great place, very quaint. <laughs> Wolverhampton, great place. Good yeah. old. Um, yeah. Awesome pub uh, there called the Gifford Arms. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the gothic place of choice in these these here parts nottingham very good got a good sheriff in nottingham sure yeah very good sheriff a lot of merry men in nottingham uh that that guy in the uh, tracksuit that goes around uh taking things off people oh yeah, yeah. Called, uh, robin hooded yeah robin hooded yeah he's good he is he, he's wanted as well he robs everywhere um uh, sherwood forest very nice uh, this time of year not so much it's more like sherwood mud Sher Mud Forest. Sher Mud Forest. Anyway, so we got loads of places we're going to go. I want to definitely get to Scotland. It'll be good to see our, our peaceful uh, neighbours up north. Mm-hmm. They're great people. And we'll, we'll go far and wide. That'll be fun. And also Wales, and if we can, Northern Ireland. Cool. I'm very jealous. Because I'll be on the other side of the world. You will be. In to be fair. To be fair. Now, this is where I'm we all pull our chairs. This is good for a rapper because <laughs> we're going to pull our chairs up and give you a stare down. You're going to be jealous of us suffering in minus whatever the hell weather. Yeah. Watching green get greener. Mm. Trees become trees. Mud becoming more muddy. Mm. Rain becoming pretty much daily. And yeah. maybe snow some, some places. Whilst you're in Hong Kong. Hong Kong. That little tiny place called Hong Kong. That place that we makes all of the places. Too, you know. Yes, oh, you yeah, do. one day it got down to 20. <laughs> I was freezing. No, it does get to... I had to take my shorts off and put trousers on yeah. instead. It gets, it gets we lows. Get, we get single digits. But the main thing is because we don't have uh, heating. We don't mm. have central yeah, heating. Yeah. And all the buildings are made of concrete, so yeah. it's like you're in a cold box, mm. which is no, kind of weird. But I will, I will justify yeah. the fact it that is. it does, but for a lot less yeah, time sure. than okay. ours. Well, Your season of winter is, <clears throat> and ours is a epic essay, mm, mm. which goes pretty much all year round because yeah. our summer, well, let's face it, not really summer, is it? We had two weeks of sunshine. It's very good. Yeah, we did well this year. Yeah, we did. We had about six this year. It's very clever. I'll have to uh, follow you guys around the UK through the podcast like everyone else. Yeah, well, we'll keep you on. Like, we're going to do a very, very suave, technical, amazing thing where we keep win on a podcast in the form of a screen. Cool, blimey. Yeah, it's not, it's not just crazy. Yeah, it is. I was like Holly in Red Dwarf. <laughs> so you'll be ahead in a, on a laptop screen won't you mm-hmm. which would be nice you w- make sure that everything's blacked around you and you can be our hologram is it be exactly like holly where you can obviously see that he's wearing a black jumper at yes <laughs> yeah the, the polo neck uh, <laughs> this is british tv making at its <laughs> finest but yes yeah, so yeah i'm looking forward to it we will be randomly turning up we're not going to tell anyone anything except for each other um but Hopefully. we will yeah you're and gonna, you're not gonna let them know on social media not when we t- we're going to keep it. We that's the thing. See, our producer is going to get mean at me for saying this. <laughs> I want to be spontaneous, so we're going to know where we're going to be. So spontaneous that I don't know what's happening. Well, that's of course, normally the way, isn't it? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I never know what's going on. 
I just turn up and say, right, we're going here. Like, okay. What we're going to do, what we're going to do for you, Shaq, and this mm. is the final point uh, mm. I'm going to make on the tour, is we're going to guarantee that we're going to make sure you're asleep. Not tell you where we're going to turn up. <laughs> oh, and God. so when you wake up, you're in Wales. So and gonna... we'll stick you right next to a road sign and see what it does to your brain. Okay. So you're going to kidnap me again, are you? I mean, oh, we're not talking about the last Well, <laughs> what you call kidnap, I just call uh, opportunity. Right. Saturday night antics. Yeah. 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 The ransom's got nothing to do with it. That's called funding. Okay? That's how we buy that stuff. We bought you a drink with it afterwards, didn't we? <laughs> and if you're wondering about all of the weird sort of uh, fonts that we use in the uh, the notes that I sent your parents, um, mm. that's because I don't know how to use a computer. Mm. Mm. So, it's, so you're uh, still taking them out of magazines and sticking them Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, well, the I, worst thing is he actually picked windings so nobody could read it. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Uh, if they can, if they can break that one, <laughs> wasn't that? Wasn't that to have chat back? Isn't that really what the um, imitation game? Mm. They spent all of this money on this super machine to break the Nazi code, and then they realised <laughs> it was actually windings. And all they needed to do is get a get, get a laptop, <laughs> wouldn't it? Get a laptop on the get future. A, get a laptop in nineteen forty. That's right, yeah. yeah. And go back in time with Mighty yeah. J. Fo- uh, Michael J. Fox and uh, yeah. and the other dude. Christopher Lloyd. Can't mm. forget him. So, on that crazy, stupid ending, this is the penultimate forum before we go. Um, I don't want to say live because it isn't going to be live, guys. We, we haven't got the Visual. tech. Yes. Before we lift the mask, so to speak. <laughs> and you can see all of us in our glory. <laughs> yes. Um yeah, so this is penultimate. Next week we're going to be talking. It's like our Halloween special because we're talking about Halloween. That's why it's special, really. Are you looking forward to that, Shaq? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we'll let you out of the basement that day. <laughs> uh, Speaking about Halloween, don't forget that that's the day we launch on Amazon Prime. So check yes, it, it is. Out. We uh, we can tell you that it's just going to be on on Halloween. We don't know what time it's going to launch. <laughs> um, if you're in America, you've got this seven-hour advantage. It's actually going to be eight hours, then because the clocks go backwards here in yeah, the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in the UK, you'll just see us pop up on Amazon. And, so uh, uh, keep refreshing the, uh, your page. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Keep searching in yes. your search box, Project F-I-A. F-I-A. It's very easy. It is simple, and uh, <laughs> we've all watched, haven't we, guys? We we've watched the. Yeah, uh, we've had a perhaps. sneak preview, obviously. We made it. Um, so we sneak, We had our sneak preview for the last five months. Yes, that's fantastic. Um, but no, it's uh, it's pulled together well. Uh, we're looking forward to hearing a lot of you guys. If you can comment on the episodes, the Facebook account, which you'll notice, and Wynn's going to give you the wrap-up information, but the Facebook account has been quite dormant. That's going to come to life. Everything's going to pop open, you know, after Halloween. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, we hope you enjoy the show and we're looking forward to giving you a Halloween special literally just before launch. We'll remind you all next week what's going on. See you on the road through Christmas. Indeed. In random towns around the UK. And if you're not in the UK, come to the UK and we might see you. It's going to be a random search. Just come and search for us. Yes, yeah, search yeah. in your box I on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> you can search for anything these days. So over to Win for the wrapper. 
You can follow our adventures on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash maledemon, M-A-I-L-D-E-M-O-N, or Twitter. Our handle is Project F-I-A. 